Whiskey Bulldogs acknowledges that we reside on the lands of the people of the Kulin Nation. We acknowledge sovereignty was never ceded. We need a treaty. If you'd like to learn more, go to reconciliation.org.au. Gone direction! Whiteman! What about that climb? Tiny little man just sat on Max's head. To Barney Smith score. Towards goal. Barney Smith as he got the dogs in off Barney Five. Welcome to the very first episode of the Whiskey Bulldogs podcast. A podcast for dual interest bevy and bevo enthusiasts. And I'll be your host, guiding you through whiskey adventures, along with reviews and previews of each and every round of the AFL men's team and the AFL women's team when that comes online for this season in 2023. I hope to do a weekly podcast. Uh, coinciding with post-round and preview-round adventures, as well as a new dram of the week. I mainly focus on local whiskies, but there'll be a smattering of excellent, excellent uh, internationals as well. I'd just like to start with the how this pod came about. It's really out of starting a Whiskey Bulldogs Facebook group, which um, grew a bit of traction only in the first week uh, with a number of people joining and interacting about their Whiskey or Bulldogs adventures. But um, not everyone's first drink is, first drink of choice is whiskey nor is the western bulldogs as their team so um maybe just like sometimes with the western bulldogs whiskey would be a second favorite but we won't hold it against you as long as you're supporting the dogs in some way and uh, enjoying brown stuff in a bottle in moderation of course uh obviously this podcast is for over 18s only uh, and if you have any difficulties with alcohol with gambling with anything at all i'm sure you'll be able to find your local provider who will be more than happy to assist you this podcast is recorded from footscray victoria australia and we will try and feature as much as we can local whiskies in Victoria. Uh, but after trips to Tasmania and Scotland recently, I have picked up a few drams along the way. 
would love to share those with you over the pod. And I think we are ready to go. What do you say? This week's theme is teaching new dog old tricks. It's been a big week for the AFL with the 19th license officially given to Tasmania. I hope they make a really good one of it and that Tasmania and the mainland get behind the newest club, which is set to be ready for the 2028 season. The inaugural team and coaching staff formation is a fair wear off, I'm sure, so it'll be interesting to watch this space. AFL Players Association President and Cat Elder Statesman Patrick Dangerfield said uh, one player from every club. I think that's a uh, controversial, but it's a good and fair idea. In the Bulldogs case, I don't think they really want to lose any of the young forwards or midfielders that we're known to to develop at the moment. Um, I had a thought that if the formation of the Tasmanian club was to be done today, probably they would want um, our younger players that are still showing promise and potential and have a good amount of playing years left, like Arthur Jones, Cody Waitman, Jamara even, Sam Darcy, Dominic Bedendo, although we haven't seen much of him in the AFL team yet. Um, He's showing a lot of good signs. Out of the perhaps further developed players, um, Tim English, Aaron Norton, Ed Richards, or even a Tasmanian, Ryan Gardner, would um, be great gets for anyone, let alone a brand new team. Uh, These guys are just peaking at the moment, and, you know, if we did fast forward to 2028, maybe they'll be towards the end of their peak, but who knows? Players like Libba, Trelaw, McRae, Liam Jones, and of course the Bont and Coach Bevo uh, will hopefully retire by then as victorious dogs. Even even though uh, they could end up taking a beloved player from the dogs voluntarily or voluntarily or involuntarily at the time of formation, I would still definitely support Tassie as a second team. Chris Fagan would be an obvious choice as a Tasmanian board coach, but I wonder if they would choose someone, you know, who's developing well in middle management, so to say, who has a good personality and some career success as being an underdog within an underdog team. Maybe a more junior sign-on than Chris Fagan. Uh, You know, one that would be able to stay for a, a good tenure and then garner and maintain the support of the Tasmanian fans. 
just to uh, throw a name in there, I thought ex-dog Bob Murphy could uh, travel again east. And uh, he would fit kind of all of these criterion that I have arbitrarily set. But um, if he was willing to make the move, then that would be all the more reason to join the Tasmanian team as a second team. So fitting dram of the week celebrates the new and the old. The Starwood Vitalis is a union of new and older whiskies from a relatively new distillery in the scheme of things, in the scheme of the world. But for a, an Australian distillery, having had its 15-year anniversary, it's not the youngest, but it's certainly not the oldest. Starwood is uh, close to my heart, and I... Um, I'm a big fan. I love their philosophy. I love their distillery. I love their whiskies. I love their events. I love their releases. I love their core range. It's great value for what you get. Um, but this Vitalis is a fantastic dram and a fantastic addition to their lineup, although it's limited release. I hope you get to try it one day. It's because it's just a mature tasting whiskey. And the Australian scene doesn't have many whiskies that are very mature tasting. So um I hope you enjoy the rundown of that whiskey and then we'll get into the footy after so i've uh, reached for the starwood this week but this time i vitalis you'll uh, have to excuse me while i pause quite a a number of times during this tasting because I am tasting the whiskey and I uh, wanted to save you the mouth parts noises. The whiskey was put together as a 15 year anniversary edition bottle at 52% and this is my second or third time trying it and it's an expression of the distillery's house style but I think much much more. It's Nice to compare this one to the more standard issue Starwood Fortis at 50%, which is um a much younger whiskey. And you can see a review for that on the Whiskey Bulldogs Facebook group. The extra dashes of maturity within this whiskey really shows and makes for an instant quote-unquote old and dignified starwood with more dry subtle spices oaky leathery tobacco cigar reminiscent of the um 
Highland Scotch malts I've been sampling while I was over there recently. Um, like a Dalmore or a uh, Glendronic. So these notes clearly come from their blending of casks. They're you know, classic fresh fruit red wine style um, with their more limited release tawnies and apera finishes that I've had the pleasure of trying, but also bourbon, bourbon finishes. And these have been left to age for a bit longer, four to ten years. And they are then married together for this Vitalis release, which is... Uh, 150 200 bucks a bottle uh, which is a bit on the higher side for Starwood uh, but I think it's still good value for what you get and some, there's nothing like that mature flavour profile um, in Australia that, that much we hope to see more from Starwood like this, but in typical fashion, they may not release much uh, older whiskies because uh, flavor is king according to their philosophy, which is a good one. Uh, anyway, tasting notes for the Starwood Vitalis will be available with the show notes, so check those out and let me know what you think of the Vitalis if you tried it or any other Starwood. Um, we'll move on to the footy. So in review of the Giants and Bulldogs game, um, I was uh, pretty confident that we were going to get it done before beforehand and tipped the Bulldogs fairly confidently um, given that Libba was back in after concussion protocols and despite Manuka Oval being a second home to the Giants in Canberra, the record actually favours the Dogs. Um, I had a look at the stats before and had a discussion with um, our friend uh, Yank on the footy. Um, Bulldogs were 8 and 4 at Manuka and Giants don't seem to have a home ground advantage there as their win rate at Manuka is 40% whereas the rate at the extremely loud and orange home at Sydney Showgrounds, uh, right near the Stadium Australia, is 59%. So when I learned that uh, Toby Green was out with an ankle quite late, just before the game, I th was then again fairly confident that the Bulldogs could do it. Uh, then Artie Jones, after kicking his first the week before, had then kicked two really nice goals in the first quarter and 
that kind of just set the scene for the rest of the game, really. <laughs> but then there was a point where things weren't looking great when the Giants' Tom Green was kicking an absolute bag and single-handedly running up and down the field, accumulating the stats. Um, and he made the men in orange look dangerous. So, um, yeah, that was concerning, but, you know, they made it in the end. The Bond, English, Liver, Smith, Daniel were as strong as ever, really, and they were able to resist the orange tidal wave at the end of the game. So, um, ball was in their, in their safe hands and, you know, Norton and Lobb were more accurate than previous from set shots. So, I think that's why um, we got there. In terms of the upcoming game with the Blues, I'm not as confident when they host the Bulldogs at Marvel. Um, so the Bulldogs have played mostly the same teams or teams around the same caliber as the Blues so far this season and have come out now 5-3 rather than 4-1-3 with that draw the Blues had earlier on. I think it will be very close this game, um, but if the Blues were going to win, uh, they would need to find some form again after a mixed bag season. And if the Bulldogs were to win, I think they would just have to maintain their dominant midfield form and just get this one off the back of a three-game winning streak. I think the Bulldogs still can be spooked by momentum shifts. And although we haven't seen that play out towards losses in the last little while, I think they have a significant history of this. So I just hope that... Um, if the Blues do come out strong, that they're not disenfranchised by them and they can hopefully feel confident that their midfield would again regain possession, get some clearances, get some good hit outs from, from English to Libba to Smith to Daniel um, so that we can get a few in, in the front line. Uh, I think if the Blues were to take anything from the Giants game, if they were madly analysing it, um, I would think they would be trying to figure out ways to tag some of our midfielders like Libba or the Bond. So they just break our typical chain out of the midfield into the forward line that actually is highly effective in, in getting some goals. Um, the team lists are out this week. Um, you know, Jamara had a, a groin issue um, from the previous game. 
so we'll yet to see how that actually plays out. Trelaw's a definite out uh, this week with having sustained a hamstring injury during the Giants game where he was subbed off. It didn't look great, um, but we wish him well for his recovery and hope to see him back in the midfield very soon. I hope you enjoy the footy this weekend and I'll definitely be watching. Well, that's the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Tim Alfred and you've been a great audience. To follow socials, Instagram and Twitter, search Whiskey Bulldogs. Send me a message that way or email me or feel free to join and post in the Whiskey Bulldogs Facebook group. I've loved your posts of whiskey, doggies and footy related adventures so far and also love reading your thoughts on Whiskey Bulldogs. Hope you enjoyed listening to the podcast today. You can subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your fantastic podcasts. Search Whiskey Bulldogs. On the Spotify platform, you can even send me a voice message or a question, and you might even get on the pod. I hope to make this pod more about you and what you want to hear. It means a lot, and thank you so much for your support and being a friend of the podcast. Go on, pour yourself a wee dram, and enjoy the footy. Until next time, cheers. Slange. Sante. Go dogs.